Hey, it's Jason Coleman, your favorite celebrity loan officer, and welcome back to another podcast where I want to focus on entrepreneurship, and I'm going to be bringing in business owners and trying to dig deep on on how they started their business, what drove them to start their business. And, and before I get going on this, I want to give you a little background on myself and my, my attempts at entrepreneurship. So I'm going to go back to education, and uh, first I want to start with I was a 12-year-old runaway. I left home at age 12. I was in the eighth grade and um, ended up going to Juvie Hall. My parents uh, uh, declared me incorrigible. And at age 13, I entered the juvenile delinquent system. Now, out of all the kids that go through the Juvie system, only 10% don't go to adult jail and serve time as an adult. So I count myself pretty lucky that that I overcame those odds, and then I went uh, through I went through some foster homes. I went into three halfway houses, went in and out of juvie hall juvie hall uh, from the ages of 13 through 17. And at 17, I finally got released to um, a friend's home. Uh, I actually didn't know them. Another friend of mine hooked me up and. And uh, it was a single mom with three boys, and she let me stay with them for a year, and that was amazing. <laughs> uh, but I truly was pretty incorrigible. I, in grade school, I was always in competition to get everything done quickly, and I was an honor student. I was in advanced classes, but I was always so bored that I would be a distraction in the classroom and go to the principal's often office often. So with that lack of education, what were my choices? Well, my dream was to become a musician and to work in the music world. And in order for me to do that, I would do anything. So I thought, okay, I'm going to be an audio engineer. I'm going to be a musician and write songs. I'm going to be a uh, club and show promoter. I'm going to do whatever it takes to feed my family and, and stay in this business. So that's what I did. I uh, learned how to engineer, and when is the right time to do things for free? <laughs> when you want to build a business. So I got a job for $5 an hour, driving from Glendale to Tempe every day, uh, shrink wrapping and printing cassette tapes. I don't, a lot of you might not know what cassette tapes are, but I'm just kidding. We all know what cassette tapes are. And what that did for me is it allowed me to be in a recording studio, serious recording studio and see the customers coming in and how they treated customers. And I didn't really get much mixing experience. So what I did is I bought myself an eight track recorder and I went around and I begged bands to let them record, let me record them for free. And then once I got kind of a gist of it, then I'd ask them, hey, can I record your four song demo for a hundred dollars? You know, some kind of money, just something. And in the meantime, I'm I'm still over there, you know, shrink wrapping, cassette tapes, and, you know, whatever. And uh, eventually, I got fired from that job for taking a cassette tape home to record on. We're talking 20 cents, but apparently that's stealing, even though we junked a lot of tapes because they were trash. And that same night, I got hit by a drunk driver with my daughter in the car and my wife. Woke up the next morning, stereo was stolen out of my truck no job. <laughs> then I got a job at a place called Aztec doing the same thing on Monday, just because I had been applying. So after one day I said, no, you know what? 
there's no money in shrink wrapping cassettes. I just don't see a future. But what I can do is I can sell. And if you give me an opportunity, a phone and a computer, I pretty much know the place I was at their you know, customers because I was shrink wrapping all their stuff. So I got on the horn, three months go by, and I'm only making $500 a month on straight commission. So then all of a sudden, one of the customers from the place I got fired at um, comes by and, and we start this fulfillment center for multi-level marketing to do cassettes. That's where I met a lot of people and was able to build this into a multi-million dollar uh, duplication and fulfillment center. And of course, after two years of mismanagement by the owner, I decided to go work on my own, build my own recording studio out of my home. And for the next 10 years, that's what I did. As I played shows, I recorded bands and promoted shows, and that's how I made my living. So the point of this entrepreneurial talk is to get going. If you really love something and you wanna get it going, Sometimes you have to get out there and do it for free and you can weigh the cost of education in school right now for say you want to be a videographer and that's something that I've gotten into over the past couple years and you can go to school to be a videographer or you can choose to take a gamble and invest the same amount that you would go and pay for education and buy gear just buy gear piece by piece, charge it if you have to. I mean, that's what I did a couple years ago. I was flat broke and I said, I'm gonna take a gamble and bet on myself. I'm gonna go buy some better video gear and I'm gonna go buy some things that I think I need. I went six grand in the hole on credit cards and started doing videos for free for home tours to see if I could get into this market and create a niche for myself. So. I could have gone to school as to be a videographer and I don't know, maybe it's $20,000 a semester or something. Maybe it's $80,000 for a degree. What could I have bought for $80,000 in the form of, of recording gear, camera, lenses, all that stuff? What could I have bought? You know, so as an audio engineer, if you wanted to do that, I know there's a school out here, the uh, Conservatory of Recording Arts, and they charge a buttload so and the way I see it is if you were to take that same money and go buy the mixer and the speakers and the nice microphones and then just start recording some people for free to get your name out there and your mixes out there and keep studying the art of mixing because everything you need to know is on the internet we're in a new day and age so my point here is it doesn't matter your education level, it's your drive and it is your passion. If you have the passion to do something and it's gonna make you happy and truly creating and being artistic makes me super happy. And even though I'm in the world of finance, I found a way to cross my creativity into the finance world and help other people. And I, I really do think that helping other people um, and going above and beyond what's expected is truly the, the true formula for success. I hopefully, I, I hope this uh, podcast was helpful to you, maybe spark some new ideas and head you in the right direction and really make you self, discover yourself and ask yourself, what do I really love? It can't be about money because money will not make you happy. 
It has to do with your day-to-day -day routine. Is what you're doing on a day-to-day -day routine making you happy? And that's all I got to say today. I hope you'll tune in next time. And I appreciate you for watching. Hopefully this brought you some value. And until next time, 